0: Hello and a big warm welcome to you and welcome to the Aware Parenting Podcast. My name's is Marian Rose, PhD, and this is a continuation of this little mini-series on my latest best-selling book called I'm Here and I'm Listening. I wonder if you've heard me share already that some of my favourite parts in the book are the stories that I share at the end of about 10 of the chapters that are from a child's perspective. I find them really moving. (laughs) I really love them. And I thought it might be enjoyable for you to hear not only the snippets of those stories, but also some of the theory around them, because these are really based on some of the things that parents can often find challenging. So today, as you can see in the title, I would love to share about when a crying child says go away and also share the story of the child from the child's perspective. So I want to say way back earlier on in the Aware Parenting podcast there was an episode on go away so this is a version two and that's really because I really wanted to tend to this again. I know it's a Something that comes up often for parents practicing aware parenting. And it's really, really common. So if this is happening for you and your child or your children at the moment, I am sending you so much love. I'm sending you love if you ever feel confused about what's happening, about what's going on, about what they're needing, about what might be the most helpful response. And one of the things I love to do most of all is invite so I'm going to invite you, you might be a grandparent or a person caring for children to reflect back on your own childhood memories if you can remember anything much do you ever remember saying something like go away, shouting at your parent or parents or carers and if so, do you remember what you would have loved them to do Did you actually really want them to go away? I mean, you may have done, they might have done something really unenjoyable to you. And you might really want them in that case to go away. But in terms of being with your feelings, would you have actually loved them to have stayed and let you know that they are able to be with those really big feelings and they're not going to leave you alone when you're in those really big feelings and that their love for you and their presence for you is not overridden by that go away and of course one of the most common things that shows up for parents of course is really wanting to respect a child's needs for agency and autonomy and choice And of course, this is really, really central in aware parenting. As you know, the three aspects of aware parenting, number one is attachment-style parenting, number two is non-punitive discipline, and number three is protecting children from stress and trauma wherever possible and helping them or supporting them to heal from it in the ways that they innately know how to through play, laughter, crying and raging with loving support. So if you think about that second element in particular, non-punitive discipline, but of course, the first aspect, attachment style parenting, of course, aware parenting is all about wherever possible, as much as possible, really honoring those needs for children, really honoring their needs for agency, really honoring their needs for choice, really honoring their needs for autonomy, supporting their nose, giving them choices, all of the things And I think that's part of what can often lead to the confusion for parents because if their child is saying go away, if your child is saying go away, I wonder if you've then thought, well, I really want to respect their needs for choice and to do what they ask. And perhaps you have gone away and perhaps they've stopped crying. And this is the really essential thing here. I talk about this a lot in the Emotional Life of Babies books and my book before this one about how important it is to be able to differentiate between true relaxation and dissociation. So I talk about it in this book too and I, I'm here and I'm listening because what can often happen is we leave our child but we may notice that actually if we were really to look closely that they're not feeling the calm relaxation that we would assume from a need being met but actually they're more likely to be dissociated so they might be sucking their thumb, sucking a dummy, clutching onto a soft toy, twirling their hair, picking their nose, wanting to be on a screen, all the myriad of millions of ways that they can suppress their feelings or dissociate from them. That's why it's so important and why I go on about this a lot, about observation about really observing our child because it's that observation that really helps to see what was really going on and so that's what I invite you to do is if this is going on with your child to really experiment and to observe your child and to see ah if you stay and they keep crying and they're telling you to go away how are they during that if they have a really big cry how are they after that do they then move into crying and then cuddling up with you as the story in the book shares or something else if you if you go away do they then dissociate and and, you know each child is different each situation is different so it's really only through observation that you're really going to see what exactly is going on for them So I think that's a really, really important thing to hold in mind. The other really important thing here is to really understand the balance of attention. So if you are fairly new to aware parenting, you might not necessarily know about this. It's really one of the core concepts, the core understandings of aware parenting to really understand what is required for a child to be healing from past stress or trauma. And the balance of attention is basically where a child is feeling physically and emotionally safe with our loving presence. Whilst at the same time being able to revisit something from the past that was stressful or traumatic for them. So that they know now... Rather than needing to still be in fight, flight or freeze, which in aware parenting we tend to talk more of as either hyperarousal, the fight, flight being that hyperarousal, the freeze being dissociation, so that they can move out of that, so they know that they're safe now. If a child's still in fight, flight or freeze, if their child is still in hyperarousal or dissociation, it suggests that at some level they still believe that they need to be in that state to be safe. So what we're aiming to do is to really help them know on a deep physiological level that they are physically and emotionally safe now, so that they don't need to be in hyperarousal or dissociation, that they can resolve that, they can release the feelings that were mobilized to fight or flee, or the energy mobilized in their arms and legs, or the noise of their voice that was mobilized to cry out for help. Interesting, a neighbor's dog just started barking at that moment. I don't know if you can hear that. So they can release that. That's part of moving out of that fight, flight, freeze response. So they can release the feelings because they know they don't need to do that anymore. In order to release that energy, of course a child is not going to do that if they think that at some level they're not safe because they need to still be in that state because they might need to run any minute, they might need to fight any minute, they might need to numb themselves from the pain. So that's why really our role is to, so coming back to the balance of attention, to support them, to provide the quality of presence where they feel this deep sense of emotional and physical safety so they know they're safe in the here and now whilst revisiting pain from the past which they can then rather than hyperarousal or dissociation they can actually feel they can feel the sensations in their bodies they, they're reconnecting again with those sensations because when they're in hyperarousal or dissociation they're not really connected to those sensations so they can actually feel the feelings in their body and that's why it's uncomfortable, they feel uncomfortable that's part of the go away, the go away can actually be part of that fight response go away, it's part of releasing that energy so for us it's really seeing through this lens ah does this make sense to me and when I'm observing my child does this make sense to me that actually they're wanting reassurance that they are safe now they're wanting me to communicate to them that I'm there to keep them safe, that they are safe, that their feelings are not too big for me, that I can stay there with them. They can have a really big rage and probably then move into a cry, come out the other side, feeling really calm and relaxed in their body because we have found that balance of attention for them. And in that go-away situation, so often and in many others, it's really for us to be playing with that balance of attention. So that might mean we might respond with a loving limit. So we might say, sweetheart, I really hear that you're telling me to go away. And I'm not willing to go away because I'm not willing to leave you alone when you're upset. Or because I'm here to keep you safe when you're upset. Whatever the, the phrase might be for you. So I'm actually going to do an episode on an update on loving limits, because that was one of the core things through having conversations with Aletha Salter, the founder of Aware Parenting. She edited my book, and we had lots of conversations about this, is when we offer loving limits, really important to offer information. That's something I haven't had before in the map and the model, and it's become really clear to me. So I'm sending love to any feelings that you might have in relation to me not sharing that before it wasn't something that I've had in the map it came about through the conversations so we might say something like that whatever your own languaging is there's no set language in aware parenting even though you know I love the not willing phrase but you're so welcome to use whatever language helps you feel loving and powerful in your body so we might say something like that and they might start raging more, and we might choose to play with them out of distance. So, you know, we might step back a couple of steps, and that might be part of hearing an element of the go away whilst also staying close. We might really play with our physical distance. We might play with the words that we're using, the communication, the looking at them, the, the letting them know that we're there. And when we're experimenting, it, it's really, again, for us to observe. What helps them move into the raging rather than the fight, flight, freeze, rather than the hyperarousal dissociation? Because if a child is still fighting, (laughs) that suggests that they don't feel that full safety. So do you see what I mean? It's a really nuanced process. It isn't just like, oh, okay, I'm going to stay because they're telling me to go away. It's like, a, I often liken it to a partner dance. We're there with them, we're listening. Okay, they're telling me to go away. They've got really big feelings. They need to feel really safe. What do I do here? How do I feel in my body? What happens if I say this? What happens if I move a bit closer? What happens if I move a step back? And then observing what happens. What do they do when you do those things? And each scenario is going to be completely different because of that and of course they're going to be maybe not completely different there will be patterns and themes so often with the go away there will be like the big raging and as I share in the story once they have released that hyper arousal energy that fight flight energy from their arms and their legs and the raging which is the calling out for help or the go away the rah, scaring the adversary away once the energy's been released they then might move into it's very common to move more into crying and sobbing and that's often where they shift out of the go away because that's been released that energy is being released the go away we can see part of the go away as i said before as what they've been trying to communicate to that apparent threat to go away go away they're releasing that so that's part of the expression which is why it's so often always to really be seeing okay they're saying this but actually what's really going on underneath what's really happening for them and sometimes what they're saying and actually what's really going on is isn't quite as clear as we might think it is so yeah so they often might move into that crying which is where they're no longer in that fight-flight response and they're no longer in the releasing of that fight-flight energy and the are raging and they move more into the crying and the sobbing, which is often, I think, more related to you know, whatever happened, the feelings. They can be feelings of loss and disappointment, overwhelm, overwhelm. <laughs> and that is the next stage and that's when they might move into... Being willing to be held, snuggling in, sobbing in your arms is a different part of the process. And then generally, if we're able to stay present for long enough, that they will move out of that into this beautiful, calm presence. And they will feel relaxed and calm in their bodies and You'll see their eyes light up, and they might look in your eyes and they might say these things that really communicate to you that they feel so relieved because they're not in that fight, flight, freeze, they're not in that hyper arousal dissociation. They have released all that tension from their body, and you might see those, ah, the big sigh, or the kind of, ah, 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 that release that relaxation like oh my gosh thank you really that they're kind of saying thank you so that's what I love about this story It just kind of came out of me as all of these stories did I hardly edited them I edited to the la la, I edited the rest of the book about well some hundreds of times probably but those stories just came through me and hardly were edited at all they were just such a beautiful gift So I would love to share the story with you because this is more the theory piece and I would love for you to get a sense from a feeling sense. And what I would love to say, I might just yeah do that right at the end and do this little piece (laughs) first, which is to say if you have any questions about any of this please come and ask on social media and what else I am so willing for I'm here and I'm listening to continue to be a bestseller and this is the phrase I love and to reach the hands hearts and minds of many many thousands of parents so if you'd like to support me with that are you willing to share about the book such as on social media If you haven't bought it yet and you're thinking of buying it, are you willing to do that, to share about it, or to get a copy for your library, or to request a copy for your library? Send me a photo of you with the book. Are you willing to write a review for it, particularly on Amazon? That is so helpful in terms of more people getting to see it and to see whether that might resonate with them. So at the moment you can buy the paperback and the kindle on amazon so if you just search i'm here and i'm listening it's in all the different amazon stores so if it's showing up as not available in your country it will be available so feel free to just to pop me a dm and i'll send you the link i so appreciate your support and i'm so here as you know to really with all the other (laughs) folk who are passionate about wear parenting which might be you as well to really spread this beautiful incredible approach that Aletha birthed into the world and to support more parents to really understand what's going on for their children and what they can do to most support them so thank you so much for listening I'm going to now share this story And I'm sending so much love to you and any feelings that you might feel as you listen to it. My feelings are like a volcano today. I want to roar like a lion and eat the whole world up in one big gulp. I tell you to go away. And saying that is so satisfying in my tummy. I have so many feelings I want to express to you, Daddy. You do go away a lot with your work and I feel feelings bigger than the moon when you go. I don't want you to go away. And I want to say, go away again. Oh, you start leaving the room. Please don't leave me alone. How can I tell you I want to scream, go away to you, but I want you to stay with me and see me and keep me safe. These feelings are too big for me to feel when I'm on my own. You leave and I feel kind of numb. I grab my teddy and hold him tight. I don't feel anything much. Oh, you're coming back in again. The volcano erupts again. I hate you! I want to let it all out. But please stay, please love me, please be bigger than me. I want you to be bigger than this volcano. I want to be sure that my volcano won't hurt you, won't burn down your love for me, won't be too big for you. Oh, you stay. You're here with me. My volcano is throwing up big black and red fire. Oh, Dad, you're still here. My volcano didn't destroy you. You look safe. You look safe. Your face looks calm. You're my solid land while I'm a moving volcano. More lava erupts. I hate you. Go away. You stay. You stop me from hitting you, but you stand there with your hands out. I push with every bit of power I've got. I feel you there. You're with me. We're here together. I'm safe. My volcano is big, but it doesn't destroy us. Oh, Daddy, oh, Daddy, I feel so sad. You go away so much. I miss you. Why do you go away? Don't you love me? I fall into your arms, you hold me and I cry and cry. My volcano has become a waterfall. There's so much water, it's everywhere, it's flooding the world. But you are my safe anchor. You hold me like the rock under the waterfall. The tears flow and flow and flow. They start to dry. The rain stops and the sun comes out. I sigh. I snuggle into your melty hug. I love you, Daddy. I feel all soft and relaxed. I can see your face so clearly. I love you. I see you looking in my eyes. I think that you love me too. You can be with all of me. Let's stay snuggling like this some more, Daddy. I love you.